Yo, what up, Cloudy Society fam? It is ASAP Bravo, and I'm bringing you uh, the iCloud series, EP number three. I know it's been a little while. I had the holidays come up, um, and I wasn't able to fucking get that any new podcast up. Um, I've been doing some redesigning on the fucking website, so check that out. Turning it more into uh, the fucking store that I should have done a long time ago. Got the hoodies up there. Got some other shit I got lined up that I'm about to put up too. So check that out, guys. Um, got the new layout. It's a work in progress, so there may be some things that are um, a little weird on there. But CloudySociety.com would appreciate that. Um, today's article that I got. Oh, shit. My bad. Today's article that I got is um, for the iCloud series is called. What the fuck is it called? Oh, this is going to be a good one. I haven't even read it yet. So we'll go through this shit. I'll do my eye calling shit. And um, yeah, but this article is called Vaping. Teen Epidemic of the Century of the Century or Money Politics? Good question. <clears throat> so <clears throat> no device right now is as worrisome as the jewel because of both its explosion in popularity and the usually heavy dose of nicotine it delivers. That's a quote on the beginning of this article. Here's another quote. I don't recall any fad, legal or illegal, catching on in this way, says Meg Kenny, the assistant head of school at Burr and Burton Academy in Manchester, Vermont, who has worked in education for 20 years. Students had to score drooling in bathrooms in class and on the bus because it's against school's rules. They hide the devices in ceiling tiles and in their brows and underwear. Same shit they were doing with fucking cigarettes. Just a little FYI. Um... According to a Vox article, the Jewel brand made up of more than half of all the e-cigarette sales in the U.S., which grew by 40% to U.S. $1.16 billion in 2017. By all accounts, Jewel is a very successful Silicon Valley startup that is just over three years old and valued at $15 billion. Jewel calls its products the iPhones vaping with a sleek design and fruit-flavored vape juices. They're not all fruit-flavored. There's some fucking tobaccos in there. Um, teenagers love Jewel. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat are filled with Jewel references these days. Downtime at college is basically all about posting stories of yourself. Jeweling to Drake. Mashable. Yes, Jeweling is now a verb. Just like Googling or Instagramming, there's even an entire accessories market developed around Jewel products. Like skins for the vaping stick and compatible juice pods from China because the original ones are often out of stock. That's not a good thing. Uh, the writer, investor, and entrepreneur and me were all intrigued. Was Drew, this is the fucking person I wrote the article saying that. Uh, was Jewel going to be the next Apple? This is a story about my journey in research into e-cigarettes or vaping as it is commonly known now. At the end of it is a revelation that exposes money politics influenced by big corporations and hypocritical governments. But to get there, we shall first have to explore the world of vaping and the debate surrounding e-cigarettes a bit. Let me say up front that I am not an advocate of smoking. My dad smoked for 30 years. As a teenager, he was a gymnast. After decades of smoking, he was breathless after just two swings on the parallel bars. He died at the age of 52 from cancer of the nose and throat. So I saw firsthand the harm that cigarettes can do. I first tried smoking in my mid-20s, stressed and bored from my job on the trading floor of an investment bank and desperately looking for an excuse to disappear downstairs for some fresh air. I have to admit that nicotine does relieve stress and anxiety quite well. Yes, it fucking does. I've been a social smoker very occasionally since. One or two sticks during a period of high stress or at night out of the club in my younger days. I don't like the smell of tar and all that stuff that comes with burning tobacco. 
dope and the effect it has on my stamina as a sports enthusiast. That's true. That should have fucking drain you. Smoking cigarettes drains the shit out of you. So even though nicotine is supposedly high addict- highly addictive, I have never been addicted to it. Well, that's good for you, sir. But I do recognize that smoking is an individual choice. It is no different from choosing to do skydiving or eating a tub of ice cream every day. And since most countries do not allow minors to smoke, then adults have to have to right to risk their health if they wish, if they so wish. Do not allow minors to smoke, then adults have the right to risk their health if they so wish. But passive smoking is a different issue. Your lifestyle choice couldn't affect others around you, shouldn't affect others around you. That is why many developed countries have banned smoking in public places. I'm supportive of this because I don't like coming home smelling like a chimney or taking in carcinogens when it's when it wasn't my choice to do so. I agree. Even as a fucking smoker, I, you know what I mean? Or ex-smoker, I should say. Definitely. I didn't like the fucking smell of me, but when you smell it, you can't even smell it. But yeah, you know what I mean. So I applied it when I first heard about e-cigarettes. I read that it pretty much solves the passive smoking problem. And that the e-cigarette vapors contain none of the other harmful stuff in tobacco except for nicotine, which is what every smoker craved in the whole act of smoking anyway. So why is the world increasingly banning it if this, in- if this invention has taken away so many of the ills of a century-old society preventing addiction and health hazard? The list on Lonely Planet shows where e-cigarettes are banned. You would have thought that it might be some more advanced countries concerned with lack of research on side effects and addiction. But no, many of the countries banning it are developing countries where people are still allowed to smoke normal cigarettes in restaurants and other crowded public places. The list includes Argentina, Brazil, Cambodia, Indonesia, Mexico, Thailand, Vietnam, Taiwan, Egypt, and many of the Middle East countries where shisha, water pots for smoking tobacco were invented and commonly smoked today. Some of these countries do not do a lot more than slap your wrist if you violate the vaping ban. In India, where vaping is banned in six states, a man in Punjab was sentenced to three years in jail and fined for allegedly selling and using e-cigarettes. In Thailand, you could be jailed for up to 10 years for possession. That's fucking crazy. In my home country, Singapore, the fine is, so this guy's from Singapore, the fine is $10,000 or 10000 whatever fuck dollar they use, which is U.S. 7245 and or six months in jail. That's crazy. Many articles have been written for and against e cigarettes so I shall just do a quick summary here. Uh, let me see what I'm for again. And against I should just do a quick here. There are two key arguments against vaping. Vaping has potential health risks from the nicotine and the other potential harmful stuff that are used to make the vaping juice that cannot be determined until long-term studies, meaning those lasting 25 to 30 years, has been done to monitor the effects. Juul has made vaping so cool and trendy among minors that governments around the world are citing it as reason for banning e-cigarettes completely. They say vaping is becoming a gateway to teens getting addicted to nicotine permanently. Let's see, on the first one, before we get into this article, let me see here. I get the whole long-term thing. One thing I could tell you guys personally, myself, is I smoked for fucking like nine years, a lot of fucking cigarettes, and I've been, I stopped smoking about four years ago, going on four years ago, thanks to vaping, and it is fucking night and day how I feel. I don't feel any crazy shit, no crazy shit's going on with me. So just saying that, and then the whole jewel thing, at least these fucking kids ain't smoking cigarettes. I know, of course, I get it. I fucking get it. Teens, you know what I mean? If you're not of age, you shouldn't be vaping, period, or smoking, period. But at the end of the fucking day, if you ask me, better to vape than smoke. They're going to do it anyways. But like I said, I get it. I get it. There's age for all this shit. The statistics of teen vaping in the U.S. is indeed alarming. 16.2% of 12th graders have vaped in the last month. 
According to a survey by the U.S. National Institute of Drug Abuse in 2016, a U.S. FDA survey counted half a million middle school students and 1.7 million high school students vaping in the last 30 days in 2016. If we get a, another whole new generation hooked on vaping, wouldn't that defeat all the years of legislation, tax, and public education efforts spent in many advanced countries to discourage smoking? But here the logic becomes pretty strange. Why can't vaping be controlled with the minimum age laws for purchasing just like normal cigarettes? After all, vaping requires constant purchase of juice pods too. If we check the IDs as cigarettes, as cigarette sale counters, why do not we? Why do not the same? Why not do the same at vape shops? Why ban it altogether? I've been in the vape industry for a fucking long time. I've talked to a bunch of vape shops. Everybody I've talked to, I mean, you know, I mean, occasionally there's those people that don't. I mean, anywhere, anywhere that shit happens, but. They're fucking, they check IDs. There's stickers on all these fucking vape shops. So let's keep going. Okay, forget that for a second. Let's get back to argument number one, the potential long-term health risks of nicotine and the rest of the chemicals in vape juice. This NBC report cited a study proving that vape juice also contains some of the same harmful chemicals found in normal cigarettes, especially the flavored ones. But on the other hand, many clinicians, 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 and scientists have came out to say vaping clearly contains far less harmful substances than normal cigarettes. Yes, they have. And flavors doesn't do anything unless they have sweetener, which most of these fucking, you know what I mean, the top companies are doing, they're not adding sweetener, if any at all. So, bullshit. Anyways, let's keep going. According to, let's see, okay, according to this article in today, a mainstream newspaper in Singapore, the Public Health England says 5% or less and the US FDA says e-cigarettes are likely to be far less than combustible tobacco cigarettes. Did I mention e-cigarettes in Singapore? The public health England says 5% or less. And the US FDA says e-cigarettes are likely to be far, are likely, and they're still doing this shit. You read that? All right. Um, here's Professor John Britton from the Royal College of Physicians in London testifying on BBC that e-cigarettes are far less harmful and have almost no passive smoking effects on others around you. Very fucking true. If you guys want the video, hit me up anywhere on social at the ASAP Bravo Facebook pages, Cloud Society, and I'll get you that fucking video, and then y'all can watch it for yourself. Nicotine itself is not particularly hazardous. Is not a particularly hazardous drug. Something on par with the effects that you get from caffeine. Exactly. Oh my God, let's ban coffee and tea and aspirin too, which has much more caffeine than either. It's by coffee and tea and aspirin too, which has nothing Okay. And that's true, that's funny. And so the logic gets weirder and weirder. Why are governments around the world banning vaping completely and not smoking? Whichever side is telling the truth on the scientific studies and outright ban on vaping doesn't make sense. Then we should just ban cigarettes too. What about alcohol? Ban that and we would have no more underage drinking problems or drunken adult bras and bars for that matter. Let's see what I'm saying. This guy fucking fills me. Uh, let's see here. One of the arguments put forward by health authorities against vaping is pretty much self-sabotage by the e-cigarette industry itself. Manufacturers have always positioned e-cigarettes as a means of helping smokers quit. The countries banning it are now arguing that there are no conclusive evidence of its efficacy in achieving this. Uh, although there are testimonies from smokers and health experts all over the internet saying it does. Whichever way the argument goes, the reality is vaping is quite simply just an alternative to smoking itself, but it seems to be an alternative that has less harmful effect on the smoker and those around him or her. I'm always one to put my money where my mouth is, so I decided to try vaping and decided for myself it was indeed unsafe for society to 
So I decided to try vaping and decide for myself if it was indeed unsafe for society or just misunderstood. Okay, so again, this is the reader talking. I mean, the writer talking. I am born and bred in Singapore, a little island with strict drug laws and highly paternalistic style of governance. Even vaping in the privacy of your home has been made illegal since February 2018. I can understand leaning too much towards caution on new products and inventions, but vaping is also completely banned in Thailand, Indonesia, Cambodia, and even Brazil. These are places where guns, corruption, and poverty run amok, and the governments take such tough stance against e-cigarettes. I know, right? What the fuck? One cannot help but wonder if rumors of behind-the-scenes lobbying by big tobacco companies have merit. One cannot help but wonder if rumors of behind-the-scenes lobbying big tobacco merit. Since these countries have many smokers and are big markets for them. Halftime. Let me stress again that I am not an advocate of smoking. I am fit and youthful looking, and I am for... I'm all for keeping in shape physically and mentally, but in order to satisfy the amateur investigative journalist in me, I ventured out to some vape shops in Hong Kong, where it is legal to find out for myself what the fuss is all about. So we went over to Hong Kong. I visited three vape shops. The first one was located in the light industry office building. In a light industry office building, the door was closed but not locked. When I walked in, two attractive young ladies in their late 20s to early 30s were sitting in the counter chatting with two young men managing the, or manning the shop. One attendant to me and spoke fluent English. He said they didn't carry jewel and recommended a French brand called Bow to me. Oh, that's funny because I'm about to do some on the Bow too. The design was, was very similar but slightly bigger. It was a simple plug and play operation. Various flavored juice pods fit into a USB chargeable stick. I tried a mint flavored juice pod and my expectation was validated since vaping was largely breathing and solvents mixed with nicotine. There was none of the unpleasant smell or taste that comes with tobacco cigarettes. Sure, the air in the shop smelled thick with the various flavors that had been released into it, but if your friend was standing in front of you, in front of you smoking a non-flavored vape juice, you probably wouldn't notice any smell at all unless he blew it right into your face two feet away. So my first impression was good. I asked about various devices and prices and then left to seek out a second vape shop. This next one was on the second floor of a row of shops in a popular church district. The transparent door was kept locked and you had to press a buzzer to get in. The place was filled with five to six teens just hanging around and sitting sitting area chatting while some other friends shop. My guest is 14 to 17 years old, children of Western ex- expats working in Hong Kong. Clearly they were re- regulars based on the way they interacted with another, with the owner. I overheard one choosing a vaping device to replace the current one, which I just broke. I inquired about prices and tried out various vaping devices that were sleek and compact in design. In the picture that I'm looking at, it looks like he tried out some little mech mods with RDAs on them. The next day, I went to a third shop in downtown Central where I found a jewel and bought one. I, it commanded a clear premium in price compared to the other brands, and the shop owner told me that juice pods weren't always in stock due to its popularity. Pretty much the case in the US too based on what I had read online. I vaped on and off for the next couple of days. I was in Hong Kong. It was actually much more pleasant relative to normal cigarettes. It doesn't numb your tongue and irritate your nose the way cigarette smoke did. Plus you didn't have to carry a lighter and pack around with you. There was also no urgency to finish the pack before it oxidized and got bad. Vape juice could last for quite a long time on spoiled in the pot, even if you didn't finish it within a couple of days unlike normal cigarettes. Two things became clear to me by now. One, vaping was clearly cheaper than smoking if you took in the same amount of nicotine per day, per day based on the prices of the devices and vape juices. Two, 
vaping seems to be cool and in for the teens in Hong Kong too. <laughs> in the end, I gave my jewel stick and paws to my Hong Kong friends before I left for the airport. I didn't want to risk a $10,000 fine, but after my research and short hands-on experience, I would love to convince all my hopelessly addicted smoking friends to convert to e-cigarettes for the sake of their health and those around them, but I can't because my country has bound it. Boom, another dude. Not even a smoker. Just want to see what it's about because he does journalism and shit. And I'm telling you, even the fuckers that are saying it's not that they're trying to ban it, they know. They know. So my personal opinion on the issue of vaping is this. E-cigarettes are indeed better for both the smoker and the people around them, but vaping has certainly created an unsettling appeal to teens, which must be curbed somehow. Otherwise, we might have more vapors in the next generation of smokers in this generation. Let's see here. So it seems there's a genuine cause for concern, maybe even justification for a complete ban in Singapore where I live. After all, I would hate to see young teens. I would hate to see young teens spending the day hanging out in a vape shop like I saw in Hong Kong. But hang on. Something even stranger was uncovered when I did a search on Drew, the company on LinkedIn. Their Asia Pacific regional headquarters was recently set up in, a sing- in Singapore. And they are recruiting senior executives, including government affairs director and marketing director, according to CNBC. This office is one of their first in their overseas expansion. This motherfucker did a lot of research. Props to you, bro. Uh, now, how did that happen? My government, the bastion of strict laws and youth protection, where a pack of cigarettes is about three times the price of other countries due to import taxes letting in the number. One concern of the U.S. public on team vaping in Singapore as their regional headquarters. Under our laws, it is not even possible for the Jewel Regional Headquarters here to have their own products on site, much less demonstrate or use it. Perhaps because it is a $15 billion Silicon Valley startup, Valley, Silicon Valley startup funded by top venture capital funds. So, that was a pretty fucking long read. Uh, but there you guys have it. I mean, this dude tried it out. Okay, so here's some things real quick. So there was some e-liquid companies that fucked up by putting cartoons and shit on e-liquids and stuff like that. Um, and they got to fix those labels. Like I always say, I've said this for fucking ever since I put the damn blog up too. Is the end, yeah, even put the blog up and the pockets and all that. Like, down for regulation. But what they're trying to do right now is stupid. It's crazy. Uh, Gottlieb's even said it before. I always post, every time he posts something on Twitter about teen vaping epidemic, I always put what he said, and he stated, these aren't his exact words, but he stated that if they could switch, if we could switch every smoker into a vapor, it'd be way better for everybody. He said that, now, it, and when you think about it, like I said, I don't work in there, but think about it, guys. So, smoking, if you, if you look way back, there was a pack that was made when smoking was, was started. I'll do my research on it again, but... Way back in the day, I forgot what it was called, but it was an act that they passed where all these states would give so much of their money to states. So, tobacco companies are losing money, states are losing money. Not only them, but pharmaceuticals, like these fucking Nicorette and all that shit, they're losing money too because they're not, people aren't quitting from that shit, man. They're quitting from vaping. They're quitting from vaping. Um, there's tons of science out there that shows that vaping is definitely better than smoking. Um, and I could go on and on about that shit, but yeah, guys, if you have any questions, want to see that video that I mentioned when I was reading the article, hit me up for the most part, this dude was fucking spot on on everything. He even questioned it. If everyone is saying vaping's better, why are these governments trying to ban it? Um, he said it at the fucking thing, money politics. I think, I think that's what he said, money politics. 
Yeah, money politics. That that's the main thing that it is. Um, and yeah, that it's straight up bullshit because vaping is doing so much for a lot of people, man. A lot of people are getting better. A lot of people are getting off smoking, and they're trying to fuck that up. Um, but it, some of the stuff I see, it looks like it's gonna be good, and then some other shit comes out. So constantly have an eye on it. If you guys have any questions, as always, hit me up anywhere at the ASAP Bravo. Uh, the Facebook page is ClouderSociety.com. Hope y'all enjoyed this fucking episode of the Cloud Society podcast, I Call Series. It's EP number three. Um, still working on my consistency. I'm bringing it up to you guys or for you guys on the podcast. Uh, besides that, hope y'all are having a great fucking what is today? Tuesday. A great Tuesday. Um, till my next podcast, guys. Peace. Yo, what up, Cloudy Society fam? It is ASAP Bravo, and I'm bringing you uh, the iCloud series, EP number three. I know it's been a little while. Had the holidays come up, um, and I wasn't able to fucking get that any new podcast up. Um, I've been doing some redesigning on the fucking website, so check that out. Turning it more into uh, the fucking store that I should have done a long time ago. Got the hoodies up there. Got some other shit I got lined up that I'm about to put up too. So check that out, guys. Um, got the new layout. It's a work in progress, so there may be some things that are um, a little weird on there. But CloudySociety.com would appreciate that. Um, today's article that I got. Oh, shit. My bad. Today's article that I got is um, for the iCloud series is called. What the fuck is it called? Oh, this is going to be a good one. I haven't even read it yet. So we'll go through this shit. I'll do my eye calling shit. And um, yeah, but this article is called Vaping. Teen Epidemic of the, Centri- of the Century or Money Politics? Good question. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> no device right now is as worrisome as the Jewel because of both its explosion in popularity and the usually heavy dose of nicotine it delivers. That's a quote on the beginning of this article. Here's another quote. I don't recall any fad, legal or illegal, catching on in this way, says Meg Kenny, the assistant head of school at Burr and Burton Academy in Manchester, Vermont, who has worked in education for 20 years. Students had a score drooling in bathrooms in class and on the bus because it's against school's rules. They hide the devices in ceiling tiles and in their brows and underwear. Same shit they were doing with fucking cigarettes. Just a little FYI. Um... According to a Vox article, the Jewel brand made up of more than half of all the e-cigarette sales in the U.S., which grew by 40% to U.S. $1.16 billion in 2017. By all accounts, Jewel is a very successful Silicon Valley startup that is just over three years old and valued at $15 billion. Jewel calls its products the iPhones vaping with a sleek design and fruit-flavored vape juices. They're not all fruit-flavored. There's some fucking tobaccos in there. Um, teenagers love Jewel. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat are filled with Jewel references these days. Downtime at college is basically all about posting stories of yourself. Jeweling to Drake. Mashable. Yes, jeweling is now a verb. Just like Googling or Instagramming, there's even an entire accessories market developed around Jewel products. Like skins for the vaping stick and compatible juice pods from China because the original ones are often out of stock. That's not a good thing. 
Uh, the writer, investor, and entrepreneur and me were all intrigued. Was Drew, this is the fucking person I wrote the article saying that. Uh, was Drew going to be the next Apple? This is a story about my journey in researching to e-cigarettes or vaping as it is commonly known now. At the end of it is a revelation that exposes money politics influenced by big corporations and hypocritical governments. But to get there, we shall first have to explore the world of vaping and the debate surrounding e-cigarettes a bit. Let me say up front that I am not an advocate of smoking. My dad smoked for 30 years as a teenager. He was a gymnast. After decades of smoke, smoking, he was breathless after just two swings on the parallel bars. He died at the age of 52 from cancer of the nose and throat. So I saw firsthand the harm that cigarettes can do. I first tried smoking in my mid-20s, stressed and bored from my job on the trading floor of an investment bank and desperately looking for an excuse to disappear downstairs for some fresh air. I have to admit that nicotine does relieve stress and anxiety quite well. Yes, it fucking does. I've been a social smoker very occasionally since. One or two sticks during a period of high stress or at night out of the club in my younger days. I don't like the smell of tar and all that stuff that comes with burning tobacco. Though, and the effect it has on my stamina as a sports enthusiast. That's true. That should have fucking drain you. Smoking cigarettes drains the shit out of you. So even though nicotine is supposedly high addict- highly addictive, I have never been addicted to it. Well, that's good for you, sir. But I do recognize that smoking is an individual choice. It is no different from choosing to do skydiving or eating a tub of ice cream every day. And since most countries do not allow minors to smoke, then adults have to have to right to risk their health if they wish, if they so wish. Do not allow minors to smoke, then adults have the right to risk their health if they so wish. But passive smoking is a different issue. Your lifestyle choice couldn't affect others around you, shouldn't affect others around you. That is why many developed countries have banned smoking in public places. I'm supportive of this because I don't like coming home smelling like a chimney or taking in carcinogens when it's when it wasn't my choice to do so. I agree. Even as a fucking smoker, I, you know what I mean? Or ex-smoker, I should say. Definitely. I didn't like the fucking smell of me, but when you smoke, you can't even smell it. But yeah, you know what I mean. So I applied it when I first heard about e-cigarettes. I read that it pretty much solves the passive smoking problem. And that the e-cigarette vapors contain none of the other harmful stuff in tobacco except for nicotine, which is what every smoker craved in the whole act of smoking anyway. So why is the world increasingly banning it if this, in- if this invention has taken away so many of the ills of a century-old society preventing addiction and health hazard? The list on Lonely Planet shows where e-cigarettes are banned. You would have thought that it might be some more advanced countries concerned with lack of research on side effects and addiction. But no, many of the countries banning it are developing countries where people are still allowed to smoke normal cigarettes in restaurants and other crowded public places. The list includes Argentina, Brazil, Cambodia, Indonesia, Mexico, Thailand, Vietnam, Taiwan, Egypt, and many of the Middle East countries where shisha, water pots for smoking tobacco were invented and commonly smoked today. Some of these countries do not do a lot more than slap your wrist if you violate the vaping ban. In India, where vaping is banned in six states, a man in Punjab was sentenced to three years in jail and fined for allegedly selling and using e-cigarettes. In Thailand, you could be jailed for up to 10 years for possession. That's fucking crazy. In my home country, Singapore, the fine is, so this guy's from Singapore, the fine is $10,000 or $10,000, whatever fuck dollar they use, which is U.S. $7,245 and or six months in jail. That's crazy. Many articles have been written for and against e so I shall just do a quick summary here. Uh, let me see what for again. And against I should just do a quick here. There are two key arguments against vaping. Vaping has potential health risks from 
the nicotine and the other potential harmful stuff that are used to make the vape juice that cannot be determined until long-term studies, meaning those that's in 25 to 30 years, has been done to monitor the effects. Juul has made vaping so cool and trendy among miners that governments around the world are citing it as reason for banning e-cigarettes completely. They say vaping is becoming a gateway to teens getting addicted to nicotine permanently. Let's see, on the first one, before we get into this article, let me see here. I get the whole long-term thing. One thing I could tell you guys personally, myself, is I smoked for fucking like nine years, a lot of fucking cigarettes, and I've been, I stopped smoking about four years ago, going on four years ago, thanks to vaping, and it is fucking night and day how I feel. I don't feel any crazy shit, no crazy shit's going on with me. So just saying that, and then the whole jewel thing, at least these fucking kids ain't smoking cigarettes. I know, of course, I get it. I fucking get it. Teens, you know what I mean? If you're not of age, you shouldn't be vaping, period, or smoking, period. But at the end of the fucking day, if you ask me, better to vape than smoke. They're gonna do it anyways. But like I said, I get it. I get it. There's age for all this shit. The statistics of teen vaping in the U.S. is indeed alarming. 16.2% of 12th graders have vaped in the last month. According to a survey by the U.S. National Institute of Drug Abuse in 2016, a U.S. FDA survey counted half a million middle school students and 1.7 million high school students vaping in the last 30 days in 2016. If we get a, another whole new generation hooked on vaping, wouldn't that defeat all the years of legislation, tax, and public education efforts spent in many advanced countries to discourage smoking? But here the logic becomes pretty strange. Why can't vaping be controlled with the minimum age laws for purchasing just like normal cigarettes? After all, vaping requires constant purchase of juice pods too. If we check the IDs as cigarettes as cigarette sale counters, why do not we why do not the same why not do the same at vape shops? Why ban it altogether? I've been in the vape industry for a fucking long time. I've talked to a bunch of vape shops. Everybody I've talked to, I mean, you know, I mean occasionally there's those people that don't. I mean anywhere, anywhere that shit happens. But they're fucking, they're, they check IDs. There's stickers on all these fucking vape shops. So let's keep going. Okay, forget that for a second. Let's get back to argument number one. The potential long-term health risks of nicotine and the rest of the chemicals in vape juice. This NBC report cited a study pro- proving that vape juice also contains some of the same harmful chemicals found in normal cigarettes, especially the flavored ones. But on the other hand, many clinicians, 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 and scientists have came out to say vaping clearly contains far less harmful substances than normal cigarettes. Yes, they have. And flavors doesn't do anything unless they have sweetener, which most of these fucking, you know what I mean, the top companies are doing, they're not adding sweetener, if any at all. So, bullshit. Anyways, let's keep going. According to, let's see, okay, according to this article today, a mainstream newspaper in Singapore, the Public Health England says 5% or less and the US FDA says e-cigarettes are likely to be far less than combustible tobacco cigarettes. Did I mention e-cigarettes in Singapore? The public health England says 5% or less. And the US FDA says e-cigarettes are likely to be far, are likely, and they're still doing this shit. You read that? All right. Um, here's Professor John Britton from the Royal College of Physicians in London testifying on BBC that e-cigarettes are far less harmful and have almost no passive smoking effects on others around you. Very fucking true. If you guys want the video, hit me up anywhere on social at the ASAP Bravo Facebook pages, Cloud Society, and I'll get you that fucking video, and then y'all can watch it for yourself. Nicotine itself is not particularly hazardous. Is not a particularly hazardous drug. Something on par with the effects that you get from caffeine. Exactly. Oh my God, let's ban coffee and tea and aspirin too, which has much more caffeine than either. 
Let's buy the coffee and tea and aspirin too, which has nothing to do with it. Okay. And that's true. That's funny. And so the logic gets weirder and weirder. Why are governments around the world banning vaping completely and not smoking? Whichever side is telling the truth on the scientific studies and outright ban on vaping doesn't make sense. Then we should just ban cigarettes too. What about alcohol? Ban that. And we would have no more underage drinking problems or drunken adult bras and bars for that matter. Let's see what I'm saying. This guy fucking feels me. Uh, let's see here. One of the arguments put forward by health authorities against vaping is pretty much self-sabotage by the e-cigarette industry itself. Manufacturers have always positioned e-cigarettes as a means of helping smokers quit. The countries banning it are now arguing that there are no conclusive evidence of its efficacy in achieving this. Uh, although there are testimonies from smokers and health experts all over the internet saying it does. Whichever way the argument goes, the reality is vaping is quite simply just an alternative to smoking itself, but it seems to be an alternative that has less harmful effect on the smoker and those around him or her. I'm always one to put my money where my mouth is, so I decided to try vaping and decided for myself it was indeed unsafe for society. To, so I decided to try vaping and decide for myself if it was indeed unsafe for society or just misunderstood. Okay, so again, this is the reader talking. I mean, the writer talking. I'm born and bred in Singapore, a little island with strict drug laws and highly paternalistic style of governance. Even vaping in the privacy of your home has been made illegal since February 2018. I can understand leaning too much towards caution on new products and inventions, but vaping is also completely banned in Thailand, Indonesia, Cambodia, and even Brazil. These are places where guns, corruption, and poverty run amok. And the governments take such tough stance against e-cigarettes. I know, right? What the fuck? One cannot help but wonder if rumors of behind-the-scenes lobbying by big tobacco companies have merit. One cannot help but wonder if rumors of behind-the-scenes lobbying big tobacco merit. Since these countries have many smokers and are big markets for them. Halftime. Let me stress again that I am not an advocate of smoking. I am fit and youthful looking and I am for... I'm all for keeping in shape physically and mentally, but in order to satisfy the amateur investigative journalist in me, I ventured out to some vape shops in Hong Kong, where it is legal to find out for myself what the fuss is all about. So we went over to Hong Kong. I visited three vape shops. The first one was located in the light industry office building. In a light industry office building, the door was closed but not locked. When I walked in, two attractive young ladies in their late 20s to early 30s were sitting in the counter chatting with two young men managing the, or manning the shop. One attendant to me, I spoke fluent English. He said they didn't carry jewel and recommended a French brand called Bow to me. Oh, that's funny because I'm about to do some on the Bow too. The design was, was very similar but slightly bigger. It was a simple plug and play operation. Various flavored juice pods fit into a USB chargeable stick. I tried a mint flavored juice pod and my expectation was validated since vaping was largely breathing and solvents mixed with nicotine. There was none of the unpleasant smell or taste that comes with tobacco cigarettes. Sure, the air in the shop smelled thick with the various flavors that had been released into it, but if your friend was standing in front of you, in front of you smoking a non-flavored, non-flavored vape juice, you probably wouldn't notice any smell at all unless he blew it right into your face two feet away. So my first impression was good. I asked about various devices and prices and then left to seek out a second vape shop. This next one was on the second floor of a row of shops in a popular church district. The transparent door was kept locked and you had to press a buzzer to get in. The place was filled with five to six teens just hanging around and sitting sitting area chatting while some other friends shop. My guest is 14 to 17 years old, children of Western ex- expats working in Hong Kong. Clearly they were re- regulars based on the way they interacted with another, with the owner. 
I overheard one choosing a vaping device to replace a current one, which I just broke. I inquired about prices and tried out various vaping devices that were sleek and compact in design. In the picture that I'm looking at, it looks like he tried out some little mech mods with RDAs on them. The next day, I went to a thrift shop in downtown Central where I found a jewel and bought one. I, it commanded a clear premium in price compared to the other brands, and the shop owner told me that juice pods weren't always in stock due to its popularity. Pretty much the case in the US too based on what I had read online. I vaped on and off for the next couple of days. I was in Hong Kong. It was actually much more pleasant relative to normal cigarettes. It doesn't numb your tongue and irritate your nose the way cigarette smoke did. Plus you didn't have to carry a lighter and pack around with you. There was also no urgency to finish the pack before it oxidized and got bad. Vape juice could last for quite a long time on spoiled in the pot, even if you didn't finish it within a couple of days unlike normal cigarettes. Two things became clear to me by now. One, vaping was clearly cheaper than smoking if you took in the same amount of nicotine per, tape per day based on the prices of the devices and vape juices. Two, vaping seems to be cool and in for the teens in Hong Kong too. <laughs> in the end, I gave my jewel stick and paused to my Hong Kong friends before I left for the airport. I didn't want to risk a $10,000 fine, but after my research and short hands-on experience, I would love to convince all my hopelessly addicted smoking friends to convert to e-cigarettes for the sake of their health and those around them, but I can't because my country has banned it. Boom, another dude. Not even a smoker. Just want to see what it's about because he does journalism and shit. And I'm telling you, even the fuckers that are saying it's not, that they're trying to ban it, they know. They know. So my personal opinion on the issue of vaping is this. E-cigarettes are indeed better for both the smoker and the people around them, but vaping has certainly created an unsettling appeal to teens, which must be curbed somehow. Otherwise, we might have more vapors in the next generation than smokers in this generation. Let's see here. So it seems there's a genuine cause for concern, maybe even justification for a complete ban in Singapore where I live. After all, I would hate to see young teens. I would hate to see young teens spending the day hanging out in a vape shop like I saw in Hong Kong. But hang on. Something even stranger was uncovered when I did a search on Jewel, the company on LinkedIn. Their Asia-Pacific regional headquarters was recently set up in, a sing- in Singapore, and they are recruiting senior executives, including government affairs director and marketing director, according to CNBC. This office is one of their first in their overseas expansion. This motherfucker did a lot of research. Props to you, bro. Uh, now, how did that happen? My government, the bastion of strict laws and youth protection, where a pack of cigarettes is about three times the price of other countries due to import taxes letting in the number. One concern of the U.S. public on teen vaping in Singapore as their regional headquarters. Under our laws, it is not even possible for the Jewel regional headquarters here to have their own products on site, much less demonstrate or use it. Perhaps because it is a $15 billion Silicon Valley, startup, Valley, Silicon Valley startup funded by top venture capital funds. So... That was a pretty fucking long read. Uh, but there you guys have it. I mean, this dude tried it out. Okay, so here's some things real quick. So there was some e-liquid companies that fucked up by putting cartoons and shit on e-liquids and stuff like that. Um, and they got to fix those labels. Like I always say, I've said this for fucking ever since I put the damn blog up too. Is the end, yeah, even put the blog up and the pockets and all that. Like, down for regulation. But what they're trying to do right now is stupid. It's crazy. Uh, Gottlieb's even said it before. I always post. Every time he posts something on Twitter about teen vaping epidemic, I always put what he said. And he stated, these aren't his exact words, but he stated that if they could switch, if we could switch 
every smoke going to a vapor, it'd be way better for everybody. He said that. Now, it, and when you think about it, like I said, I don't work in there, but think about it, guys. So, smoking. If you, if you look way back, there was a pact that was made when smoking was, was started. I'll do my research on it again, but way back in the day, I forgot what it was called, but it was an act that they passed where all these states would give so much of their money to states. So, tobacco companies are losing money, states are losing money. Not only them, but pharmaceuticals, like these fucking Nicorette and all that shit, they're losing money too because they're not, people aren't quitting from that shit, man. They're quitting from vaping. They're quitting from vaping. Um, there's tons of science out there that shows that vaping is definitely better than smoking. Um, and I could go on and on about that shit. But yeah, guys, if you have any questions, want to see that video that I mentioned when I was reading the article, hit me up. For the most part, this dude was fucking spot on on everything. He even questioned it. If everyone is saying vaping is better, why are these governments trying to ban it? Um, he said it at the fucking thing. Money politics. I think, I think that's what he said. Money politics. Yeah, money politics. That That's the main thing that it is. Um, and yeah, that's, it's straight up bullshit because vaping is doing so much for a lot of people, man. A lot of people are getting better. A lot of people are getting off smoking and they're trying to fuck that up. Um, but it, some of the stuff I see, it looks like it's going to be good and then some other shit comes out. So constantly have an eye on it. If you guys have any questions, as always, hit me up anywhere at the ASAP Bravo. Uh, the Facebook page is Cloud of Society.com. Hope y'all enjoyed this fucking episode of the Cloud of Society podcast, I Call Series. It's EP number three. Um, still working on my consistency. I'm bringing it up to you guys or for you guys on the podcast. Uh, besides that, hope y'all are having a great fucking what is today? Tuesday. A great Tuesday. Um, Till my next podcast, guys. Peace. Yo, what up, Cloudy Society fam? It is ASAP Bravo, and I'm bringing you uh, the iCloud series, EP number three. I know it's been a little while. Had the holidays come up, um, and I wasn't able to fucking get that any new podcast up. Um, I've been doing some redesigning on the fucking website, so check that out. Turning it more into uh, the fucking store that I should have done a long time ago. Got the hoodies up there. Got some other shit I got lined up that I'm about to put up too. So check that out, guys. Um, got the new layout. It's a work in progress, so there may be some things that are um, a little weird on there. But CloudySociety.com would appreciate that. Um, today's article that I got. Oh, shit. My bad. Today's article that I got is um, for the iCloud series is called. What the fuck is it called? Oh, this is going to be a good one. I haven't even read it yet. So we'll go through this shit. I'll do my eye calling shit. And um, yeah, but this article is called Vaping. Teen Epidemic of the, Centru- of the Century or Money Politics? Good question. <clears throat> so <clears throat> no device right now is as worrisome as the jewel because of both its explosion in popularity and the usually heavy dose of nicotine it delivers. That's a quote on the beginning of this article. Here's another quote. I don't recall any fad, legal or illegal, catching on in this way, says Meg Kenny, the assistant head of school at Burr and Burton Academy in Manchester, Vermont. 
who has worked in education for 20 years. Students had to score drooling in bathrooms in class and on the bus because it's against school's rules. They hide the devices in ceiling tiles and in their brows and underwear. Same shit they were doing with fucking cigarettes. Just a little FYI. Um, according to a Vox article, the Jewel brand made up of more than half of all the e-cigarette sales in the U.S., which grew by 40% to U.S. $1.16 billion in 2017. By all accounts, Jewel is a very successful Silicon Valley startup that is just over three years old and valued at $15 billion. Jewel calls its products the iPhones vaping with a sleek design and fruit-flavored vape juices. They're not all fruit-flavored. There's some fucking tobaccos in there. Um, teenagers love Jewel. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat are filled with Jewel references these days. Downtown Ecology is basically all about posting stories of yourself jeweling to Drake. Mashable. Yes, jeweling is now a verb. Just like Googling or Instagramming, there's even an entire accessories market developed around Jewel products, like skins for the vaping stick and compatible juice pods from China because the original ones are often out of stock. That's not a good thing. Uh, the writer, investor, and entrepreneur and me were all intrigued. Was Jewel, this is the fucking person that wrote the article saying that. Uh, was Jewel going to be the next Apple? This is a story about my journey in research into e-cigarettes or vaping as it is commonly known now. And at the end of it is a revelation that exposes money politics influenced by big corporations and hypocritical governments. But to get there, we shall first have to explore the world of vaping and the debate surrounding e-cigarettes a bit. Let me say up front that I am not an advocate of smoking. My dad smoked for 30 years. As a teenager, he was a gymnast. After decades of smoke, smoking, he was breathless after just two swings on the parallel bars. He died at the age of 52 from cancer of the nose and throat. So I saw firsthand the harm that cigarettes can do. I first tried smoking in my mid-20s, stressed and bored from my job on the trading floor of an investment bank and desperately looking for an excuse to disappear downstairs for some fresh air. I have to admit that nicotine does relieve stress and anxiety quite well. Yes, it fucking does. I've been a social smoker very occasionally since. One or two sticks during a period of high stress or at night out at the club in my younger days. I don't like the smell of tar and all that stuff that comes with burning tobacco. Though, and the effect it has on my stamina as a sports enthusiast. That's true. That shit will fucking drain you. Smoking cigarettes drains the shit out of you. So even though nicotine is supposedly high addicti- highly addictive, I have never been addicted to it. Well, that's good for you, sir. But I do recognize that smoking is an individual choice. It is no different from choosing to do skydiving or eating a tub of ice cream every day. And since most countries do not allow minors to smoke, then adults have to have to right to risk their health if they wish, if they so wish. Do not allow minors to smoke, then adults have the right to risk their health if they so wish. But passive smoking is a different issue. Your lifestyle choice couldn't affect others around you, shouldn't affect others around you. That is why many developed countries have banned smoking in public places. I'm supportive of this because I don't like coming home smelling like a chimney or taking in carcinogens when it's when it wasn't my choice to do so. I agree. Even as a fucking smoker, I, you know what I mean? Or ex-smoker, I should say. Definitely. I didn't like to fucking smell me, but when you smoke, you can't even smell it. But yeah, you know what I mean? So I applied it when I first heard about e-cigarettes. I read that it pretty much solves the passive smoking problem and that the e-cigarette vapors contain none of the other harmful stuff in tobacco except for nicotine, which is what every smoker craved in the whole act of smoking anyway. So why is the world increasingly banning it if this, in- if this invention has taken away so many of the ills of a century-old society preventing addiction and health hazard? The list on Lonely Planet shows where e-cigarettes are banned. You would have thought 
that it might be some more advanced countries concerned with lack of research on side effects and addiction. But no, many of the countries banning it are developing countries where people are still allowed to smoke normal cigarettes in restaurants and other crowded public places. The list includes Argentina, Brazil, Cambodia, Indonesia, Mexico, Thailand, Vietnam, Taiwan, Egypt, and many of the Middle East countries where shisha, water pots, or smoking tobacco were invented and commonly smoked today. Some of these countries do not do a lot more than slap your wrist if you violate the vaping ban. In India, where vaping is banned in six states, a man in Punjab was sentenced to three years in jail and fined for allegedly selling and using e-cigarettes. In Thailand, you could be jailed for up to 10 years for possession. That's fucking crazy. In my home country, Singapore, the fine is, so this guy's from Singapore, the fine is $10,000 or 10000 whatever fuck dollar they use, which is U.S. 7245 and or six months in jail. That's crazy. Many articles have been written for and against e so I shall just do a quick summary here. Uh, let me see when for again. And against Easter, so I should just do a quick summary here. There are two key arguments against vaping. Vaping has potential health risks from the nicotine and the other potential harmful stuff that are used to make the vaping juice that cannot be determined until long-term studies, meaning those lasting 25 to 30 years, has been done to monitor the effects. Jewel has made vaping so cool and trendy among miners that governments around the world are citing it as reason for banning Easter completely. They say vaping is becoming a gateway to teens getting addicted to nicotine permanently. Let's see, on the first one, before we get into this article, let me see here. I get the whole long-term thing. One thing I could tell you guys personally, myself, is I smoked for fucking like nine years, a lot of fucking cigarettes, and I've been, I stopped smoking about four years ago, going on four years ago, thanks to vaping, and it is fucking night and day how I feel. I don't feel any crazy shit, no crazy shit's going on with me. So just saying that, and then the whole jewel thing, at least these fucking kids ain't smoking cigarettes. I know, of course, I get it. I fucking get it. Teens, you know what I mean? If you're not of age, you shouldn't be vaping, period, or smoking, period. But at the end of the fucking day, if you ask me, better to vape than smoke. They're going to do it anyways. But like I said, I get it. I get it. There's age for all this shit. The statistics of teen vaping in the U.S. is indeed alarming. 16.2% of 12th graders have vaped in the last month. According to a survey by the U.S. National Institute of Drug Abuse in 2016, a U.S. FDA survey counted half a million middle school students and 1.7 million high school students vaping in the last 30 days in 2016. If we get a, another whole new generation hooked on vaping, wouldn't that defeat all the years of legislation, tax, and public education efforts spent in many advanced countries to discourage smoking? But here the logic becomes pretty strange. Why can't vaping be controlled with the minimum age laws for purchasing just like normal cigarettes? After all, vaping requires constant purchase of juice pods too. If we checked IDs as cigarettes, as cigarette sale counters, why do not we? Why do not the same? Why not do the same at vape shops? Why ban it altogether? I've been in the vape industry for a fucking long time. I've talked to a bunch of vape shops. Everybody I've talked to, I mean, you know, I mean, occasionally there's those people that don't. I mean, anywhere, anywhere that shit happens. But they're fucking. They're, they check IDs. There's stickers on all these fucking vape shops. So let's keep going. Okay, forget that for a second. Let's get back to argument number one, the potential long-term health risks of nicotine and the rest of the chemicals in vape juice. This NBC report cited a study pro- proving that vape juice also contains some of the same harmful chemicals found in normal cigarettes, especially the flavored ones. But on the other hand, many clinicians, 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 and scientists have came out to say vaping clearly contains far less harmful substances than normal cigarettes. Yes, they have. And flavor doesn't do anything unless they have sweet in it, which most of these fucking 
you know what I mean? The top companies are doing, they're not adding sweetener, if any at all. So, bullshit. Anyways, let's keep going. According to, let's see, okay, according to this article today, a mainstream newspaper in Singapore, the Public Health England says 5% or less, and the US FDA says e-cigarettes are likely to be far less than combustible tobacco cigarettes. Did I mention newspaper in Singapore? The Public Health England says 5% or less. And the US FDA says e-cigarettes are likely to be fi- are likely, and they're still doing this shit. You read that? All right. Um, here's Professor John Britton from the Royal College of Physicians in London testifying on BBC that e-cigarettes are far less harmful and have almost no passive smoking effects on others around you. Very fucking true. If you guys want the video, hit me up anywhere on social at the ASAP Bravo Facebook pages, Cloud Society, and I'll get you that fucking video. And then y'all can watch it for yourself. Nicotine itself is not particularly hazardous. Is not a particularly hazardous drug. Something on par with the effects that you get from caffeine. Exactly. Oh my God, let's ban coffee and tea and aspirin too, which has much more caffeine than either. Let's ban coffee and tea and aspirin too, which has okay. And that's true. That's funny. And so the logic gets weirder and weirder. Why are governments around the world banning vaping completely and not smoking? Whichever side is telling the truth on the scientific studies and outright ban on vaping doesn't make sense. Then we should just ban cigarettes too. What about alcohol? Ban that and we would have no more underage drinking problems or drunken adult bras and bars for that matter. Let's see what I'm saying. This guy fucking feels me. Uh, let's see here. One of the arguments put forward by health authorities against vaping is pretty much self-sabotage by the e-cigarette industry itself. Manufacturing always positions e-cigarettes as a means of helping smokers quit. The countries banning it are now arguing that there are no conclusive evidence of its efficacy in achieving this. Uh, although there are testimonies from smokers and health experts all over the internet saying it does. Whichever way the argument goes, the reality is vaping is quite simply just an alternative to smoking itself, but it seems to be an alternative that has less harmful effect on the smoker and those around him or her. I'm always one to put my money where my mouth is, so I decided to try vaping and decided for myself it was indeed unsafe for society. To, so I decided to try vaping and decide for myself if it was indeed unsafe for society or just misunderstood. Okay, so again, this is the reader talking. I mean, the writer talking. I'm born and bred in Singapore, a little island with strict drug laws and highly paternalistic style of governance. Even vaping in the privacy of your home has been made illegal since February 2018. I can understand leaning too much towards caution on new products and inventions, but vaping is also completely banned in Thailand, Indonesia, Cambodia, and even Brazil. These are places where guns, corruption, and poverty run amok. And the governments take such tough stance against e-cigarettes. I know, right? What the fuck? One cannot help but wonder if rumors of behind-the-scenes lobbying by big tobacco companies have merit. One cannot help but wonder if rumors of behind-the-scenes lobbying big tobacco merit. Since these countries have many smokers and are big markets for them. Halftime. Let me stress again that I am not an advocate of smoking. I am fit and youthful looking and I am for... I'm all for keeping in shape physically and mentally, but in order to satisfy the amateur investigative journalist in me, I ventured out to some vape shops in Hong Kong, where it is legal to find out for myself what the fuss is all about. So we went over to Hong Kong. I visited three vape shops. The first one was located in the light industry office building. In a light industry office building, the door was closed but not locked. When I walked in, two attractive young ladies in their late 20s to early 30s were sitting in the counter chatting with two young men managing the, or manning the shop. One attendant to me, I spoke fluent English. He said they didn't carry jewel and recommended a French brand called Bow to me. 
Oh, that's funny, because I'm about to do some on the boat, too. The design was, was very similar, but slightly bigger. It was a simple plug and play operation. Various flavored juice pods fit into a USB chargeable stick. I tried a mint flavored juice pod and my expectation was validated since vaping was largely breathing and solvents mixed with nicotine. There was none of the unpleasant smell or taste that comes with tobacco cigarettes. Sure, the air in the shop smelled thick with the various flavors that had been released into it, but if your friend was standing in front of you, in front of you smoking a non-flavored, non-flavored vape juice, you probably wouldn't notice any smell at all unless he blew it right into your face two feet away. So my first impression was good. I asked about various devices and prices and then left to seek out a second vape shop. This next one was on the second floor of a row of shops in a popular church district. The transparent door was kept locked and you had to press a buzzer to get in. The place was filled with five to six teens just hanging around and sitting sitting area chatting while some other friends shop. My guest is 14 to 17 years old, children of Western ex- expats working in Hong Kong. Clearly, they were re- regulars based on the way they interacted with another, with the owner. I overheard one choosing a vaping device to replace a current one, which I just broke. I inquired about prices and tried out various vaping devices that were sleek and compact in design. In the picture that I'm looking at, it looks like he tried out some little mech mods with RDAs on them. The next day, I went to a third shop in downtown Central where I found a Jewel and bought one. I, it commanded a clear premium in price compared to the other brands, and the shop owner told me that Juice Pods weren't always in stock due to its popularity. Pretty much the case in the US too, based on what I had read online. I vaped on and off for the next couple of days. I was in Hong Kong. It was actually much more pleasant relative to normal cigarettes. It doesn't numb your tongue and irritate your nose the way cigarette smoke did. Plus you didn't have to carry a lighter and pack around with you. There was also no urgency to finish the pack before it oxidized and got bad. Vape juice could last for quite a long time on spoiled in the pot, even if you didn't finish it within a couple of days unlike normal cigarettes. Two things became clear to me by now. One, vaping was clearly cheaper than smoking if you took in the same amount of nicotine per, tape per day based on the prices of the devices and vape juices. Two, vaping seems to be cool and in for the teens in Hong Kong too. <laughs> in the end, I gave my jewel stick and pause to my Hong Kong friends before I left for the airport. I didn't want to risk a $10,000 fine, but after my research and short hands-on experience, I would love to convince all my hopelessly addicted smoking friends to convert to e-cigarettes for the sake of their health and those around them, but I can't because my country has banned it. Boom, another dude, not even a smoker, just want to see what it's about because he does journalism and shit, and I'm telling you, even the fuckers that are saying it's not, that they're trying to ban it, they know, they know. So my personal opinion on the issue of vaping is this, e-cigarettes are indeed better for both the smoker and the people around them, but vaping has certainly created an unsettling appeal to teens which must be curbed somehow, otherwise we might have more vapors in the next generation than smokers in this generation. Let's see here. So it seems there's a genuine cause for concern, maybe even justification for a complete ban in Singapore where I live. After all, I would hate to see young teens. I would hate to see young teens spending the day hanging out in a vape shop like I saw in Hong Kong. But hang on. Something even stranger was uncovered when I did a search on Jewel, the company on LinkedIn. Their Asia Pacific regional headquarters was recently set up in, a sing- in Singapore. And they are recruiting senior executives, including government affairs director and marketing director, according to CNBC. This office is one of their first in their overseas expansion. This motherfucker did a lot of research. Props to you, bro. Uh, now, how did that happen? My government, the bastion of strict laws and youth protection, 
where a pack of cigarettes is about three times the price of other countries due to import taxes letting in the number one concern of the U.S. public on teen vaping in Singapore as their regional headquarters. Under our laws, it is not even possible for the Jewel regional headquarters here to have their own products on site, much less demonstrate or use it. Perhaps because it is a $15 billion Silicon Valley startup, Valley, Silicon Valley startup funded by top venture capital fund. So that was a pretty fucking long read. Uh, but there you guys have it. I mean, this dude tried it out. Okay, so here's some things real quick. So there was some e-liquid companies that fucked up by putting cartoons and shit on e-liquids and stuff like that. Um, and they got to fix those labels. Like I always say, I've said this for fucking ever since I put the damn blog up too. Is the end, yeah, even put the blog up and the pockets and all that. Like, down for regulation. But what they're trying to do right now is stupid. It's crazy. Uh, Gottlieb's even said it before. I always post, every time he posts something on Twitter about teen vaping epidemic, I always put what he said, and he stated, these aren't his exact words, but he stated that if they could switch, if we could switch every smoker into a vapor, it'd be way better for everybody. He said that now, it, and when you think about it, like I said, I don't work in there, but think about it, guys. So, smoking. If you, if you look way back, there was a pack that was made when smoking was, was started. I'll do my research on it again, but... Way back in the day, I forgot what it was called, but it was an act that they passed where all these states would give so much of their money to states. So, tobacco companies are losing money, states are losing money. Not only them, but pharmaceuticals, like these fucking Nicorette and all that shit, they're losing money too because they're not, people aren't quitting from that shit, man. They're quitting from vaping. They're quitting from vaping. Um, There's tons of science out there that shows that vaping is definitely better than smoking. Um, and I could go on and on about that shit but yeah guys if you have any questions want to see that video that I mentioned when I was reading the article hit me up for the most part this dude was fucking spot on on everything he even questioned it if everyone is saying vaping is better why are these governments trying to ban it um, he said it at the fucking thing money politics I think I think that's what he said money politics yeah money politics That that's the main thing that it is um, and yeah that's it's straight up bullshit because vaping is doing so much for a lot of people, man. A lot of people are getting better. A lot of people are getting off smoking and they're trying to fuck that up. Um, but it, some of the stuff I see, it looks like it's going to be good. And then some other shit comes out. So constantly have an eye on it. If you guys have any questions, as always, hit me up anywhere at the ASAP Bravo. Uh, the Facebook page is Cloud of Society.com. Hope you all enjoyed this fucking episode of the Cloud of Society podcast, I Call Series. It's EP number three. Um, still working on my consistency. I'm bringing it up to you guys or for you guys on the podcast. Um, besides that, hope y'all are having a great fucking what is today? Tuesday. A great Tuesday. Um, till my next podcast, guys. Peace. Yo, what up, Cloudy Society fam? It is ASAP Bravo, and I'm bringing you uh, the iCloud series, EP number three. I know it's been a little while. Had the holidays come up, um, and I wasn't able to fucking get that any new podcast up. 
Um, I've been doing some redesigning on the fucking website, so check that out. Turning it more into uh, the fucking store that I should have done a long time ago. Got the hoodies up there. Got some other shit I got lined up that I'm about to put up too. So check that out, guys. Um, got the new layout. It's a work in progress, so there may be some things that are um, a little weird on there, but cloudysociety.com would appreciate that. Um, today's article that I got... Oh, shit, my bad. Today's article that I got is, um, for the Icon series, is called, what the fuck is it called? Oh, this is going to be a good one. I haven't even read it yet, so we'll go through this shit. I'll do my iCalling shit, and, um, yeah, but this article is called Vaping, Teen Epidemic of the Century, of the century or Money Politics? Good question. <clears throat> so... <clears throat> No device right now is as worrisome as the Jewel because of both its explosion in popularity and the usually heavy dose of nicotine it delivers. That's a quote on the beginning of this article. Here's another quote. I don't recall any fad, legal or illegal, catching on in this way, says Meg Kenny, the assistant head of school at Burr and Burton Academy in Manchester, Vermont, who has worked in education for 20 years. Students had to score drooling in bathrooms in class and on the bus because it's against school's rules. They hide the devices in ceiling tiles and in their brows and underwear. Same shit they were doing with fucking cigarettes. Just a little FYI. Um, according to a Vox article, the Jewel brand made up of more than half of all the e-cigarette sales in the U.S., which grew by 40% to U.S. $1.16 billion in 2017. By all accounts, Jewel is a very successful Silicon Valley startup. That is just over three years old and valued at 15 billion. Jewel calls its products the iPhones vaping with a sleek design and fruit flavored vape juices. They're not all fruit flavored. There's some fucking tobaccos in there. Um, teenagers love Jewel. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat are filled with Jewel references these days. Downtown Ecology is basically all about posting stories of yourself jeweling to Drake. Masterable. Yes, jeweling is now a verb. Just like Googling or Instagramming, there's even an entire accessories market developed around Jewel products like skins for the vaping stick and compatible juice pods from China because the original ones are often out of stock. That's not a good thing. Uh, the writer, investor, and entrepreneur and me were all intrigued. Was Jewel, this is the fucking person that wrote the article saying that. Uh, was Jewel going to be the next Apple? This is a story about my journey in research into e-cigarettes or vaping as it is commonly known now. At the end of it is a revelation that exposes money politics influenced by big corporations and hypocritical governments. But to get there, we shall first have to explore the world of vaping and the debate surrounding e-cigarettes a bit. Let me say up front that I am not an advocate of smoking. My dad smoked for 30 years as a teenager. He was a gymnast. After decades of smoking, he was breathless after just two swings on the parallel bars. He died at the age of 52 from cancer of the nose and throat. So I saw firsthand the harm that cigarettes can do. I first tried smoking in my mid-twenties, stressed and bored from my job on the trading floor of an investment bank and desperately looking for an excuse to disappear downstairs for some fresh air. I have to admit that nicotine does relieve stress and anxiety quite well. Yes, it fucking does. I've been a social smoker very occasionally since. One or two sticks during a period of high stress or at night out of the club in my younger days. I don't like the smell of tar and all that stuff that comes with burning tobacco, though, and the effect it has on my stamina as a sports enthusiast that's true that should have fucking drain you smoking cigarettes drains the shit out of you so even though nicotine is supposedly highly addictive i have never been addicted to it well that's good for you sir 
but I do recognize that smoking is an individual choice. It is no different from choosing to do skydiving or eating a tub of ice cream every day. And since most countries do not allow minors to smoke, then adults have to have to right to risk their health if they wish, if they so wish. Do not allow minors to smoke, then adults have the right to risk their health if they so wish. But passive smoking is a different issue. Your lifestyle choice couldn't affect others around you, shouldn't affect others around you. That is why many developed countries have banned smoking in public places. I'm supportive of this because I don't like coming home smelling like a chimney or taking in carcinogens when it's when it wasn't my choice to do so. I agree. Even as a fucking smoker, I, you know what I mean? Or ex-smoker, I should say. Definitely. I didn't like to fucking smell me, but when you smell it, you can't even smell it. But yeah, you know what I mean. So I applied it when I first heard about e-cigarettes. I read that it pretty much solves the passive smoking problem and that the e-cigarette vapors contain none of the other harmful stuff in tobacco except for nicotine, which is what every smoker craved in the whole act of smoking anyway. So why is the world increasingly banning it if this, in- if this invention has taken away so many of the ills of a century-old society preventing addiction and health hazard? The list on Lonely Planet shows where e-cigarettes are banned. You would have thought that it might be some more advanced countries concerned with lack of research on side effects and addiction. But no, many of the countries banning it are developing countries where people are still allowed to smoke normal cigarettes in restaurants and other crowded public places. The list includes Argentina, Brazil, Cambodia, Indonesia, Mexico, Thailand, Vietnam, Taiwan, Egypt, and many of the Middle East countries where shisha, water pots, for smoking tobacco were invented and commonly smoked today. Some of these countries do not do a lot more than slap your wrist if you violate the vaping ban. In India, where vaping is banned in six states, a man in Punjab was sentenced to three years in jail and fined for allegedly selling and using e-cigarettes. In Thailand, you could be jailed for up to 10 years for possession. That's fucking crazy. In my home country, Singapore, the fine is, so this guy's from Singapore, the fine is $10,000 or 10000 whatever fuck dollar they use, which is U.S. 7245 and or six months in jail. That's crazy. Many articles have been written for and against e-cigarettes, so I shall just do a quick summary here. Uh, let me see There are two key arguments against vaping. Vaping has potential health risks from the nicotine and the other potential harmful stuff that are used to make the vaping juice that cannot be determined until long-term studies, meaning those lasting 25 to 30 years, has been done to monitor the effects. Jewel has made vaping so cool and trendy among minors that governments around the world are citing it as reason for banning e-cigarettes completely. They say vaping is becoming a gateway to teens getting addicted to nicotine permanently. Let's see, on the first one, before we get into this article, let me see here. I get the whole long-term thing. One thing I could tell you guys personally, myself, is I smoked for fucking like nine years, a lot of fucking cigarettes, and I've been, I stopped smoking about four years ago, going on four years ago, thanks to vaping, and it is fucking night and day how I feel. I don't feel any crazy shit, no crazy shit's going on with me. So just saying that, and then the whole jewel thing, at least these fucking kids ain't smoking cigarettes. I know, of course, I get it. I fucking get it. Teens, you know what I mean? If you're not of age, you shouldn't be vaping, period, or smoking, period. But at the end of the fucking day, if you ask me, better to vape than smoke. They're going to do it anyways. But like I said, I get it. I get it. There's age for all this shit. The statistics of teen vaping in the U.S. is indeed alarming. 16.2% of 12th graders have vaped in the last month. According to a survey by the U.S. National Institute of Drug Abuse in 2016, a U.S. FDA survey counted half a million middle school students and 1.7 million high school students vaping in the last 30 days in 2016. If we get a, another whole new generation hooked on vaping, 
Wouldn't that defeat all the years of legislation, tax, and public education efforts spent in many advanced countries to discourage smoking? But here the logic becomes pretty strange. Why can't vaping be controlled with the minimum age laws for purchasing just like normal cigarettes? After all, vaping requires constant purchase of juice pods too. If we check the IDs as cigarettes as cigarette sale counters, why do not we why do not the same why not do the same at vape shops? Why ban it altogether? I've been in the vape industry for a fucking long time. I've talked to a bunch of vape shops. Everybody I've talked to, I mean, you know, I mean occasionally there's those people that don't. I mean anywhere, anywhere that shit happens. But they're fucking, they're, they check IDs. There's stickers on all these fucking vape shops. So let's keep going. Okay, forget that for a second. Let's get back to argument number one. The potential long-term health risks of nicotine and the rest of the chemicals in vape juice. This NBC report cited a study pro- proving that vape juice also contains some of the same harmful chemicals found in normal cigarettes, especially the flavored ones. But on the other hand, many clinicians, 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 and scientists have came out to say vaping clearly contains far less harmful substances than normal cigarettes. Yes, they have. And flavors doesn't do anything unless they have sweetener, which most of these fucking, you know what I mean? The top companies are doing, they're not adding sweetener, if any at all. So, bullshit. Anyways, let's keep going. According to, let's see, okay, according to this article in today, a mainstream newspaper in Singapore, the Public Health England says 5% or less and the US FDA says e-cigarettes are likely to be far less than combustible tobacco cigarettes. Did I mention e-cigarettes in Singapore? The Public Health England says 5% or less. And the US FDA says e-cigarettes are likely to be far... Are likely. And they're still doing this shit. You read that? Alright. Um, here's Professor John Britton from the Royal College of Physicians in London testifying on BBC that e-cigarettes are far less harmful and have almost no passive smoking effects on others around you. Very fucking true. If you guys want the video, hit me up anywhere on social at the ASAP Bravo Facebook pages, Cloud Society, and I'll get you that fucking video, and then y'all can watch it for yourself. Nicotine itself is not particularly hazardous. Is not a particularly hazardous drug. Something on par with the effects that you get from caffeine. Exactly. Oh my God, let's ban coffee and tea and aspirin too, which has much more caffeine than either. It's better coffee and tea and aspirin too, which I Okay. And that's true. That's funny. And so the logic gets weirder and weirder. Why are governments around the world banning vaping completely and not smoking? Whichever side is telling the truth on the scientific studies and outright ban on vaping doesn't make sense. Then we should just ban cigarettes too. What about alcohol? Ban that. And we would have no more underage drinking problems or drunken adult bras and bars for that matter. See what I'm saying? This guy fucking fills me. Uh, let's see here. One of the arguments put forward by health authorities against vaping is pretty much self-sabotage by the e-cigarette industry itself. Manufacturers have always positioned e-cigarettes as a means of helping smokers quit. The countries banning it are now arguing that there are no conclusive evidence of its efficacy in achieving this. Uh, although there are testimonies from smokers and health experts all over the internet saying it does. Whichever way the argument goes, the reality is vaping is quite simply just an alternative to smoking itself, but it seems to be an alternative that has less harmful effect on the smoker and those around him or her. I'm always one to put my money where my mouth is, so I decided to try vaping and decided for myself it was indeed unsafe for society to so I decided to try vaping and decide for myself if it was indeed unsafe for society or just misunderstood. Okay, so again this is the reader talking. I mean the writer talking. I am born and bred in Singapore, a little island. With strict drug laws and highly 
paternalistic style of governance. Even vaping in the privacy of your home has been made illegal since February 2018. I can understand leaning too much towards caution on new products and inventions, but vaping is also completely banned in Thailand, Indonesia, Cambodia, and even Brazil. These are places where guns, corruption, and poverty run amok, and the governments take such tough stance against e-cigarettes. I know, right? What the fuck? One cannot help but wonder if rumors of behind-the-scenes lobbying by big tobacco companies have merit. One cannot help but wonder if rumors of behind-the-scenes lobbying big tobacco Since these countries have many smokers and are big markets for them. Halftime. Let me stress again that I am not an advocate of smoking. I am fit and youthful looking, and I am for... I'm all for keeping in shape physically and mentally, but in order to satisfy the amateur investigative journalist in me, I ventured out to some vape shops in Hong Kong where it is legal to find out for myself what the fuss is all about. So we went over to Hong Kong. I visited three vape shops. The first one was located in the light industry office building. In a light industry office building, the door was closed but not locked. When I walked in, two attractive young ladies in their late 20s to early 30s were sitting in the counter chatting with two young men managing the, or manning the shop. One attendant to me and spoke fluent English. He said they didn't carry jewel and recommended a French brand called Bow to me. Oh, that's funny because I'm about to do some on the Bow too. The design was, was very similar but slightly bigger. It was a simple plug and play operation. Various flavored juice pods fit into a USB chargeable stick. I tried a mint flavored juice pod and my expectation was validated since vaping was largely breathing and solvents mixed with nicotine. There was none of the unpleasant smell or taste that comes with tobacco cigarettes. Sure, the air in the shop smelled thick with the various flavors that had been released into it, but if your friend was standing in front of you, in front of you smoking a non-flavored, non-flavored vape juice, you probably wouldn't notice any smell at all unless he blew it right into your face two feet away. So my first impression was good. I asked about various devices and prices and then left to seek out a second vape shop. This next one was on the second floor of a row of shops in a popular church district. The transparent door was kept locked and you had to press a buzzer to get in. The place was filled with five to six teens just hanging around and sitting sitting area chatting while some other friends shop. My guest is 14 to 17 years old, children of Western ex- expats working in Hong Kong. Clearly they were re- regulars based on the way they interacted with another, with the owner. I overheard one choosing a vaping device to replace a current one, which I just broke. I inquired about prices and tried out various vaping devices that were sleek and compact in design. In the picture that I'm looking at, it looks like he tried out some little mech mods with RDAs on them. The next day, I went to a thrift shop in downtown Central where I found a jewel and bought one. I, it commanded a clear premium in price compared to the other brands, and the shop owner told me that juice pods weren't always in stock due to its popularity. Pretty much the case in the US too, based on what I had read online. I vaped on and off for the next couple of days. I was in Hong Kong. It was actually much more pleasant relative to normal cigarettes. It doesn't numb your tongue and irritate your nose the way cigarette smoke did. Plus you didn't have to carry a lighter and pack around with you. There was also no urgency to finish the pack before it oxidized and got bad. Vape juice could last for quite a long time on spoiled in the pot, even if you didn't finish it within a couple of days and like normal cigarettes. Two things became clear to me by now. One, vaping was clearly cheaper than smoking if you took in the same amount of nicotine per, tape per day based on the prices of the devices and vape juices. Two, vaping seems to be cool and in for the teens in Hong Kong too. 
In the end, I gave my joystick and paws to my Hong Kong friends before I left for the airport. I didn't want to risk a $10,000 fine, but after my research and short hands-on experience, I would love to convince all my hopelessly addicted smoking friends to convert to e-cigarettes for the sake of their health and those around them, but I can't because my country has banned it. Boom, another dude. Not even a smoker. Just want to see what it's about because he does journalism and shit. And I'm telling you, even the fuckers that are saying it's not, that they're trying to ban it, they know. They know. So my personal opinion on the issue of vaping is this. E-cigarettes are indeed better for both the smoker and the people around them, but vaping has certainly created and selling appeal to teens, which must be curbed somehow. Otherwise, we might have more vapors in the next generation as smokers in this generation. Let's see here. So it seems there's a genuine cause for concern, maybe even justification for a complete ban in Singapore where I live. After all, I would hate to see young teens. I would hate to see young teens... Spending the day hanging out in a vape shop like I saw in Hong Kong. But hang on. Something even stranger was uncovered when I did a search on Jewel, the company on LinkedIn. Their Asia-Pacific regional headquarters was recently set up in, a sing- in Singapore. And they are recruiting senior executives, including government affairs director and marketing director, according to CNBC. This office is one of their first in their overseas expansion. This motherfucker did a lot of research. Props to you, bro. Uh, now, how did that happen? My government, the bastion of strict laws and youth protection, where a pack of cigarettes is about three times the price of other countries due to import taxes letting in the number. One concern of the U.S. public on teen vaping in Singapore as their regional headquarters. Under our laws, it is not even possible for the Jewel regional headquarters here to have their own products on site, much less demonstrate or use it. Perhaps because it is a $15 billion Silicon Valley, startup, Valley, Silicon Valley startup funded by Top Venture Capital Fund. So... That was a pretty fucking long read. Uh, but there you guys have it. I mean, this dude tried it out. Okay, so here's some things real quick. So there was some e-liquid companies that fucked up by putting cartoons and shit on e-liquids and stuff like that. Um, and they got to fix those labels. Like I always say, I've said this for fucking ever since I put the damn blog up too. Is the end, yeah, even put the blog up and the pockets and all that. Like, down for regulation. But what they're trying to do right now is stupid. It's crazy. Uh, Gottlieb's even said it before. I always post. Every time he posts something on Twitter about teen vaping epidemic, I always put what he said. And he stated, these aren't his exact words, but he stated that if they could switch, if we could switch every smoker into a vapor, it'd be way better for everybody. He said that. Now, it, and when you think about it, like I said, I don't work in there, but think about it, guys. So, Smoking. If you, if you look way back, there was a pack that was made when smoking was, was started. I'll do my research on it again. But way back in the day, I forgot what it was called, but it was an act that they passed where all these states would give so much of their money to states. So, tobacco companies are losing money. States are losing money. Not only them, but pharmaceuticals like these fucking Nicorette and all that shit. They're losing money too because they're not people aren't quitting from that shit, man. They're quitting from vaping. They're quitting from vaping. Um, there's tons of science out there that shows that vaping is definitely better than smoking. Um, and I could go on and on about that shit. But yeah, guys, if you have any questions, want to see that video that I mentioned when I was reading the article, hit me up. For the most part, this dude was fucking spot on on everything. He even questioned it. If everyone is saying vaping is better, why are these governments trying to ban it? Um, he said it at the fucking thing. Money politics. I think, I think that's what he said. Money politics. 
Yeah, money politics. That that's the main thing that it is. Um, and yeah, that it's straight up bullshit because vaping is doing so much for a lot of people, man. A lot of people are getting better. A lot of people are getting off smoking, and they're trying to fuck that up. Um, but it, some of the stuff I see, it looks like it's gonna be good, and then some other shit comes out. So constantly have an eye on it. If you guys have any questions, as always, hit me up anywhere at the ASAP Bravo. Uh, the Facebook page is ClouderSociety.com. Hope y'all enjoyed this fucking episode of the Cloud of Society podcast, I Call Series. It's EP number three. Um, still working on my consistency. I'm bringing it up to you guys or for you guys on the podcast. Uh, besides that, hope y'all are having a great fucking what is today? Tuesday. A great Tuesday. Um, Till my next podcast, guys. Peace. Yo, what up, Cloudy Society fam? It is ESF Bravo, and I'm bringing you uh, the iCloud series, EP number three. I know it's been a little while. I had the holidays come up, um, and I wasn't able to fucking get that any new podcast up. Um, I've been doing some redesigning on the fucking website, so check that out. Turning it more into uh, the fucking store that I should have done a long time ago. Got the hoodies up there. Got some other shit I got lined up that I'm about to put up, too. So check that out, guys. Um, got the new layout. It's a work in progress, so there may be some things that are um, a little weird on there. But CloudySociety.com would appreciate that. Um, today's article that I got. Oh, shit. My bad. Today's article that I got is um, for the iCloud series is called. What the fuck is it called? Oh, this is going to be a good one. I haven't even read it yet. So we'll go through this shit. I'll do my eye calling shit. And um, yeah, but this article is called Vaping. Teen Epidemic of the Century of the Century or Money Politics? Good question. <clears throat> so <clears throat> no device right now is as worrisome as the jewel because of both its explosion in popularity and the usually heavy dose of nicotine it delivers. That's a quote on the beginning of this article. Here's another quote. I don't recall any fad, legal or illegal, catching on in this way, says Meg Kenny, the assistant head of school at Burr and Burton Academy in Manchester, Vermont, who has worked in education for 20 years. Students had to score drooling in bathrooms in class and on the bus because it's against school's rules. They hide the devices in ceiling tiles and in their brows and underwear. Same shit they were doing with fucking cigarettes. Just a little FYI. Um... According to a Vox article, the Jewel brand made up of more than half of all the e-cigarette sales in the U.S., which grew by 40% to U.S. $1.16 billion in 2017. By all accounts, Jewel is a very successful Silicon Valley startup that is just over three years old and valued at $15 billion. Jewel calls its products the iPhones vaping with a sleek design and fruit-flavored vape juices. They're not all fruit-flavored. There's some fucking tobaccos in there. Um, teenagers love Jewel. Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat are filled with Jewel references these days. Downtown at college is basically all about posting stars of yourself. Jeweling to Drake. Masterable. Yes, Jeweling is now a verb. Just like Googling or Instagramming, there's even an entire accessories market developed around Jewel products. Like skins for the vaping stick and compatible juice pods from China because the original ones are often out of stock. That's not a good thing. 
Uh, the writer, investor, and entrepreneur and me were all intrigued. Was Drew, this is the fucking person I wrote the article saying that. Uh, was Drew going to be the next Apple? This is a story about my journey in research into e-cigarettes or vaping, as it is commonly known now. And at the end of it is a revelation that exposes money politics influenced by big corporations and hypocritical governments. But to get there, we shall first have to explore the world of vaping and the debate surrounding e-cigarettes a bit. Let me say up front that I am not an advocate of smoking. My dad smoked for 30 years as a teenager. He was a gymnast. After decades of smoke, smoking, he was breathless after just two swings on the parallel bars. He died at the age of 52 from cancer of the nose and throat. So I saw firsthand the harm that cigarettes can do. I first tried smoking in my mid-20s, stressed and bored from my job on the trading floor of an investment bank and desperately looking for an excuse to disappear downstairs for some fresh air. I have to admit that nicotine does relieve stress and anxiety quite well. Yes, it fucking does. I've been a social smoker very occasionally since. One or two sticks during a period of high stress or I not out of the club in my younger days. I don't like the smell of tar and all that stuff that comes with burning tobacco, though, and the effect it has on my stamina as a sports enthusiast. That's true. That should have fucking drain you. Smoking cigarettes drains the shit out of you. So even though nicotine is supposedly high addicti- highly addictive, I have never been addicted to it. Well, that's good for you, sir. But I do recognize that smoking is an individual choice. It is no different from choosing to do skydiving or eating a tub of ice cream every day. And since most countries do not allow minors to smoke, then adults have to have to right to risk their health if they wish, if they so wish. Do not allow minors to smoke, then adults have the right to risk their health if they so wish. But passive smoking is a different issue. Your lifestyle choice couldn't affect others around you, shouldn't affect others around you. That is why many developed countries have banned smoking in public places. I'm supportive of this because I don't like coming home smelling like a chimney or taking in carcinogens when it's when it wasn't my choice to do so. I agree. Even as a fucking smoker, I, you know what I mean? Or ex-smoker, I should say. Definitely. I didn't like the fucking smell of me, but when you smell it, you can't even smell it. But yeah, you know what I mean? So I applauded when I first heard about e-cigarettes. I read that it pretty much solves the passive smoking problem and that the e-cigarette vapors contain none of the other harmful stuff in tobacco except for nicotine, which is what every smoker craved in the whole act of smoking anyway. So why is the world increasingly banning it if this, in- if this invention has taken away so many of the ills of a century-old society preventing addiction and health hazard? The list on Lonely Planet shows where e-cigarettes are banned. You would have thought that it might be some more advanced countries concerned with lack of research on side effects and addiction. But no, many of the countries banning it are developing countries where people are still allowed to smoke normal cigarettes in restaurants and other crowded public places. The list includes Argentina, Brazil, Cambodia, Indonesia, Mexico, Thailand, Vietnam, Taiwan, Egypt, and many of the Middle East countries where shisha, water pipes, or smoking tobacco were invented and commonly smoked today. Some of these countries do not do a lot more than slap your wrist if you violate the vaping ban. In India, where vaping is banned in six states, a man in Punjab was sentenced to three years in jail and fined for allegedly selling and using e-cigarettes. In Thailand, you could be jailed for up to 10 years for possession. That's fucking crazy. In my home country, Singapore, the fine is, so this guy's from Singapore, the fine is $10,000 or 10000 whatever fuck dollar they use, which is U.S. 7245 and or six months in jail. That's crazy. Many articles have been written for and against e so I shall just do a quick summary here. Uh, let me see. For again. For and against e so I shall just do a quick summary here. There are two key arguments against vaping. Vaping has potential health risks from 
the nicotine and the other potential harmful stuff that are used to make the vape juice that cannot be determined until long-term studies, meaning those that's in 25 to 30 years, has been done to monitor the effects. Juul has made vaping so cool and trendy among miners that governments around the world are citing it as reason for banning e-cigarettes completely. They say vaping is becoming a gateway to teens getting addicted to nicotine permanently. Let's see, on the first one, before we get into this article, let me see here. I get the whole long-term thing. One thing I could tell you guys personally, myself, is I smoked for fucking like nine years, a lot of fucking cigarettes, and I've been, I stopped smoking about four years ago, going on four years ago, thanks to vaping, and it is fucking night and day how I feel. I don't feel any crazy shit, no crazy shit's going on with me. So just saying that, and then the whole jewel thing, at least these fucking kids ain't smoking cigarettes. I know, of course, I get it. I fucking get it. Teens, you know what I mean? If you're not of age, you shouldn't be vaping, period, or smoking, period. But at the end of the fucking day, if you ask me, better to vape than smoke. They're going to do it anyways. But like I said, I get it. I get it. There's age for all this shit. The statistics of teen vaping in the U.S. is indeed alarming. 16.2% of 12th graders have vaped in the last month. According to a survey by the U.S. National Institute of Drug Abuse in 2016, a U.S. FDA survey counted half a million middle school students and 1.7 million high school students vaping in the last 30 days in 2016. If we get another whole new generation hooked on vaping, wouldn't that defeat all the years of legislation, tax, and public education efforts spent in many advanced countries to discourage smoking? But here the logic becomes pretty strange. Why can't vaping be controlled with the minimum age laws for purchasing just like normal cigarettes? After all, vaping requires constant purchase of juice pods too. If we check the IDs as cigarettes, as cigarette sale counters, why do not we, why do not the same, why not do the same at vape shops? Why ban it all together? I've been in the vape industry for a fucking long time. I've talked to a bunch of vape shops. Everybody I've talked to, I mean, you know what I mean? Occasionally there's those people that don't, I mean, anywhere, anywhere that shit happens. But, they're fucking, they're, they check IDs. There's stickers on all these fucking vape shops. So let's keep going. Okay, forget that for a second. Let's get back to argument number one. The potential long-term health risks of nicotine and the rest of the chemicals in vape juice. This NBC report cited a study pro- proving that vape juice also contains some of the same harmful chemicals found in normal cigarettes, especially the flavored ones. But on the other hand, many clinicians, 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 and scientists have came out to say vaping clearly contains far less harmful substances than normal cigarettes. Yes, they have. And flavors doesn't do anything unless they have sweetener, which most of these fucking, you know what I mean, the top companies are doing, they're not adding sweetener, if any at all. So, bullshit. Anyways, let's keep going. According to, let's see, okay, according to this article in today, a mainstream newspaper in Singapore, the Public Health England says 5% or less and the US FDA says e-cigarettes are likely to be far less than combustible tobacco cigarettes. Did I mention e-cigarettes in Singapore? The Public Health England says 5% or less. And the US FDA says e-cigarettes are likely to be far- are likely. And they're still doing this shit. You read that? Alright. Um, here's Professor John Britton from the Royal College of Physicians in London testifying on BBC that e-cigarettes are far less harmful and have almost no passive smoking effects on others around you. Very fucking true. If you guys want the video, hit me up anywhere on social at the ASAP Bravo Facebook pages, Cloud Society, and I'll get you that fucking video, and then y'all can watch it for yourself. Nicotine itself is not particularly hazardous. Is not a particularly hazardous drug. Something on par with the effects that you get from caffeine. Exactly. Oh my God, let's ban coffee and tea and aspirin too, which has much more caffeine than either. 
Let's buy coffee and tea and ask me too, which has nothing to do with Okay. And that's true. That's funny. And so the logic gets weirder and weirder. Why are governments around the world banning vaping completely and not smoking? Whichever side is telling the truth on the scientific studies and outright ban on vaping doesn't make sense. Then we should just ban cigarettes too. What about alcohol? Ban that. And we would have no more underage drinking problems or drunken adult bras and bars for that matter. See what I'm saying? This guy fucking feels me. Uh, let's see here. One of the arguments put forward by health authorities against vaping is pretty much self-sabotage by the e-cigarette industry itself. Manufacturers have always positioned e-cigarettes as a means of helping smokers quit. The countries banning it are now arguing that there are no conclusive evidence of its efficacy in achieving this. Uh, although there are testimonies from smokers and health experts all over the internet saying it does. Whichever way the argument goes, the reality is vaping is quite simply just an alternative to smoking itself, but it seems to be an alternative that has less harmful effect on the smoker and those around him or her. I'm always one to put my money where my mouth is, so I decided to try vaping and decided for myself it was indeed unsafe for society. To, so I decided to try vaping and decide for myself if it was indeed unsafe for society or just misunderstood. Okay, so again, this is the reader talking. I mean, the writer talking. I am born and bred in Singapore, a little island. With strict drug laws and highly paternalistic style of governance, even vaping in the privacy of your home has been made illegal since February 2018. I can understand leaning too much towards caution on new products and inventions, but vaping is also completely banned in Thailand, Indonesia, Cambodia, and even Brazil. These are places where guns, corruption, and poverty run amok, and the governments take such tough stance against e-cigarettes. I know, right? What the fuck? One cannot help but wonder if rumors of behind-the-scenes lobbying by big tobacco companies have merit. One cannot help but wonder if rumors of behind-the-scenes lobbying picked up yet. Since these countries have many smokers and are big markets for them. Halftime. Let me stress again that I am not an advocate of smoking. I am fit and youthful looking, and I am for... I'm all for keeping in shape physically and mentally, but in order to satisfy the amateur investigative journalist in me, I ventured out to some vape shops in Hong Kong where it is legal to find out for myself what the fuss is all about. So we went over to Hong Kong. I visited three vape shops. The first one was located in the light industry office building. In a light industry office building, the door was closed but not locked. When I walked in, two attractive young ladies in their late 20s to early 30s were sitting in the counter chatting with two young men managing the, or manning the shop. One attendant to me and spoke fluent English. He said they didn't carry jewel and recommended a French brand called Bow to me. Oh, that's funny because I'm about to do some on the Bow too. The design was, was very similar but slightly bigger. It was a simple plug and play operation. Various flavored juice pods fit into a USB chargeable stick. I tried a mint flavored juice pod and my expectation was validated since vaping was largely breathing and solvents mixed with nicotine. There was none of the unpleasant smell or taste that comes with tobacco cigarettes. Sure, the air in the shop smelled thick with the various flavors that had been released into it, but if your friend was standing in front of you, in front of you smoking a non-flavored, non-flavored vape juice, you probably wouldn't notice any smell at all unless he blew it right into your face two feet away. So my first impression was good. I asked about various devices and prices and then left to seek out a second vape shop. This next one was on the second floor of a row of shops in a popular church district. The transparent door was kept locked and you had to press a buzzer to get in. The place was filled with five to six teens just hanging around and sitting sitting area chatting while some other friends shop. My guest is 14 to 17 years old, children of Western ex- expats working in Hong Kong. Clearly they were re- regulars based on the way they interacted with another, with the owner. 
I overheard one choosing a vaping device to replace a current one which I just broke. I inquired about prices and tried out various vaping devices that were sleek and compact in design. In the picture that I'm looking at, it looks like he tried out some little mech mods with RDAs on them. The next day, I went to a thrift shop in downtown Central where I found a jewel and bought one. I, it commanded a clear premium in price compared to the other brands, and the shop owner told me that juice pods weren't always in stock due to its popularity. Pretty much the case in the US too, based on what I had read online. I vaped on and off for the next couple of days. I was in Hong Kong. It was actually much more pleasant relative to normal cigarettes. It doesn't numb your tongue and irritate your nose the way cigarette smoke did. Plus, you didn't have to carry a lighter and pack around with you. There was also an urgency to finish the pack before it oxidized and got bad. Vape juice could last for quite a long time unspoiled in the pot, even if you didn't finish it within a couple of days unlike normal cigarettes. Two things became clear to me by now. One, vaping was clearly cheaper than smoking if you took in the same amount of nicotine per, tape per day based on the prices of the devices and vape juices. Two, vaping seems to be cool and in for the teens in Hong Kong too. <laughs> in the end, I gave my jewel stick and pause to my Hong Kong friends before I left for the airport. I didn't want to risk a $10,000 fine, but after my research and short hands-on experience, I would love to convince all my hopelessly addicted smoking friends to convert to e-cigarettes for the sake of their health and those around them, but I can't because my country has bound it. Boom, another dude, not even a smoker, just want to see what it's about, because he does journalism and shit, and I'm telling you, even the fuckers that are saying it's not, that they're trying to ban it, they know, they know. So my personal opinion on the issue of vaping is this, e-cigarettes are indeed better for both the smoker and the people around them, but vaping has certainly created an unsettling appeal to teens, which must be curbed somehow, otherwise we might have more vapors in the next generation as smokers in this generation. Let's see here. So it seems there's a genuine cause for concern, maybe even justification for a complete ban in Singapore where I live. After all, I would hate to see young teens. I would hate to see young teens spending the day hanging out in a vape shop like I saw in Hong Kong. But hang on. Something even stranger was uncovered when I did a search on Jewel, the company on LinkedIn. Their Asia Pacific regional headquarters was recently set up in, a sing- in Singapore. And they are recruiting senior executives, including government affairs director and marketing director, according to CNBC. This office is one of their first in their overseas expansion. This motherfucker did a lot of research. Props to you, bro. Uh, now, how did that happen? My government, the bastion of strict laws and youth protection, where a pack of cigarettes is about three times the price of other countries due to import taxes letting in the number. One concern of the U.S. public on team vaping in Singapore as their regional headquarters. Under our laws, it is not even possible for the Jewel Regional Headquarters here to have their own products on site, much less demonstrate or use it. Perhaps because it is a $15 billion Silicon Valley, startup, Valley, Silicon Valley startup funded by Top Venture Capital Fund. So, that was a pretty fucking long read. Uh, but there you guys have it. I mean, this dude tried it out. Okay, so here's something real quick. So there was some e-liquid companies that fucked up by putting cartoons and shit on e-liquids and stuff like that. Um, and they got to fix those labels. Like I always say, I've said this for fucking ever since I put the damn blog up too. Is the end, yeah, even put the blog up in the pockets and all that. Like, down for regulation. But what they're trying to do right now is stupid. It's crazy. Uh, Gottlieb's even said it before. I always post, every time he posts something on Twitter about teen vaping epidemic, I always put what he said, 
and he stated these aren't his exact words, but he stated that if they could switch, if we could switch every smoker into a vapor, it'd be way better for everybody. He said that now, it, and when you think about it, like I said, I don't work in there, but think about it, guys. So smoking. If you, if you look way back, there was a pact that was made when smoking was, was started. I'll do my research on it again, but way back in the day, I forgot what it was called, but it was an act that they passed where all these states would give so much of their money to states. So, tobacco companies are losing money, states are losing money. Not only them, but pharmaceuticals, like these fucking Nicorette and all that shit, they're losing money too because they're not, people aren't quitting from that shit, man. They're quitting from vaping. They're quitting from vaping. Um, there's tons of science out there that shows that vaping is definitely better than smoking. Um, and I could go on and on about that shit. But yeah, guys, if you have any questions, want to see that video that I mentioned when I was reading the article, hit me up. For the most part, this dude was fucking spot on on everything. He even questioned it. If everyone is saying vaping is better, why are these governments trying to ban it? Um, he said it at the fucking thing. Money politics. I think, I think that's what he said. Money politics. Yeah, money politics. That that's the main thing that it is. Um, and yeah, that it's straight up bullshit because vaping is doing so much for a lot of people, man. A lot of people are getting better. A lot of people are getting off smoking, and they're trying to fuck that up. Um, but it, some of the stuff I see, it looks like it's gonna be good, and then some other shit comes out. So constantly have an eye on it. If you guys have any questions, as always, hit me up anywhere at the ASAP Bravo. Uh, the Facebook page is ClouderSociety.com. Hope y'all enjoyed this fucking episode of the Cloud Society podcast, I Call Series. It's EP number three. Um, still working on my consistency. I'm bringing it up to you guys or for you guys on the podcast. Uh, besides that, hope y'all are having a great fucking... What is today? Tuesday. A great Tuesday. Um, Till my next podcast, guys. Peace. <laughs>